Chicago, Illinois, fighting out of the middle of fucking nowhere, Alabama, Jacob B. And in the red corner, standing in as high as a giraffe's ass, fighting out of Moonshine Hills, Tennessee, Cody, the mouth of the South. It's the Inside the Minds of Fighting Podcast. Tonight we have Nikki the G from Fight Sport Focus Podcast. Nick, how you doing? Dude, I'm doing excellent. How are you guys doing? I appreciate you guys having me on. Yes, sir. Anytime, anytime. Cody, how are you doing this evening? Welcome on, welcome on. So I just want to get, I got to get the, the, the elephant out of the room right away. And we just got to start with the, uh, with the bounty hunting. I mean, I am, all both right. of us are fascinated, but the, I just oh, want to know. I just want to know the one, I just want to know there's that one story, your go-to story. Cause I'm, I'm sure you get asked all the time about the bounty hunting. What's so, the I mean, go-to, like the craziest do you shit? Want the, do you want the G-rated story? Or do you want like no. the best story? I okay. want that. So, ask- look, first off, first off, first off, I just want to say, I've been, all the years I've, I've been, I want to be a bounty hunter. They're like, well, you got to know a bounty hunter. And I'm like, okay, let me Twitter. Kind of like a vampire cult, you know, you got to It's like, it's 100%. like the master's jacket, you know? You know? So it's, cause it's one of those things where, so to become a, a bail, you have to be a bail bondsman to be a bounty hunter. In order to become a bounty hunter, you have to become a bail bondsman. And then you have to have some reputation as a bounty hunter. Cause you're basically telling a company, let me take a million dollars of your liability. And uh, I promise you I'll catch it. So you need a reputation. And most bounty hunters don't really take on new apprentices because there's no, guarantee they're going to stay with you so in essence you're just creating competition one time I'll, i mean i won't name the jail because i got to stay blameless I was probably brand new in the game probably about six months i was out on my own it was just me and my partner lance uh we go into this jail and we're sitting there you just hear but a link but a link but a link and it, like you just keep hearing it over and over so by this time i'm standing up uh i'm looking through the bars and i can see this uh this guy in the back of the cell just running this steel cup back and forth along these bars. The deputy finally yells, hey, shut the fuck up. He turns around, put me back in with the other guys. And you can tell he's got a little sugar in his tank now. The deputy goes, I can't put you back in the tank with the other guys. He was like, well, why not? He goes, because you're trying to suck people off. You can't do that here. Guy responds to him. In turn, he goes, I'm trying to raise the morale of the troops. The deputy responds, this is jail. We want the morale nice and low. And uh, th- then this dude screams out, what? You trying to tell me I can't do that in here? They were like, no. He goes, this is supposed to be jail. Hand to God, that's the truth. He was mad because he couldn't uh, fuck him off? Oh, yeah, he was mad because he couldn't be back in the tank and he kept trying to suck off other inmates. And oh, I was going to put him in a, in, a, in a holding cell by himself. Now, this wasn't a prison. This was a jail. Just a county jail? Completely different, just to oh, clarify. Right. Oh, this guy was probably like going home later county, that night. Yeah, this is like local county lockup. Yeah. This ain't a prison. This, this is like, if you were here by the weekend, they're going to transport you to a big jail. Right. And they only had like maybe five cells in there. That's why I was able to just stand up and look. Oh, oh my. It, And I was like, oh, my God. And like, shit like that happens all the time. I'm going to write a book one day. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I was, that was the first thing I was like, Cody was like, yeah, this guy's a bounty hunter. I'm like, I'm in, I don't even care about anything. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. And then I started doing, you know, a little bit more research and I'm like, Oh yeah, I like this dude. Like this dude with the beard. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> dude. I look like the traditional bounty hunter, long hair, 
My hair's about mid-chest length, giant beard, tattooed up, ride a Harley. Uh, I mean, I, I'm cut out the Bounty Hunter book, That's right it. on the sticker book. That's it. The Follow the blueprint. Oh, yeah. I just got to ask you, like, most of the time when, when you go to somebody and, you know, you're chasing them down, um, I see these bounty hunters. I see them. They have these guns, but they're not real guns. What the hell are these things? So I, and so I don't know about these guys. We carry real guns. We carry – I have a – I have one guy. I usually have my sidearm. I usually have a rifle. I usually have guys with shotguns with me. Like, we carry real weapons. Guys also carry paintball guns because uh, paintball guns are a great – uh, non-lethal we carry oh, they, carry shotguns hurt. they hurt. we carry shotguns with rubber rounds in them and uh they hurt a little more uh, i've been so, shot i've been shot with a uh a, a rubber bag and a uh a beehive yeah the, the the stinger grenade yeah it's not fun i got a couple i got a couple welts still on the back where i couldn't duck all the way underneath the tables <laughs> i had, I had a buddy freeze a paintball and he shot me in the ass and i swear to god man I couldn't sit down for like I felt like a week. Oh yeah, that's a weird. So those paintballs, I was so kill those paintballs, they I fire kill. are like they double. They double as a pepper ball when they burst. It's pepper ball inside of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but we had oh. a guy. We were chasing a guy that uh, we beat on the door. He was like, "I'm coming," but he knew it was us. Runs in the bathroom, snorts some meth, uh. opens the door. He opened the door with a samurai sword, and we <laughs> shot him with a uh, with a rubber round. Completely sobered up. We had to take him to the hospital because of the range that pierced his skin, so we had to get the doctor to clear him. And the doctor said, he goes, man, y'all shot him sober. You want to know how much meth is in his system? Like, I was like, mm-mm. I said, I've seen guys on meth get tased, and it doesn't work. Oh, they but just I'm keep coming. Know. Yeah, these rubber rounds uh, sober him up real nice. They'll get oh, you. I bet it does, man. I bet it does. I swear to God. It's like getting shot with a gun that won't go through you. It's just going to inflict a yeah. lot of pain. Yeah, yeah, you, you'll feel the pain. That's what I oh, tell guys yes. all the time. It's like guys feel like they're warriors because they have body armor on. I was like, bro, that shit still hurts like a mother. I've been shot and hit in the vest. It still fucking hurts. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just want to yeah. die. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah, I tell I, when I saw Bounty, I was like, I was like, this is like the closest to dog to bounty hunter because it's like a cult. You gotta you know they're in the in the like the you don't ever see them. They're hiding. You never find a bounty hunter. They're not, hey man, I'm a bounty Dude, hunter. You never been, see that. I've, I've arrested hundreds of people that have told me point blank. I didn't know you guys were real. I, I, <laughs> hey, I moved, I'm, I'm in the South now, but I moved from Chicago. I, I spent the better of 30 years in Chicago. I didn't know, ba- I, I thought that was just stuff in the movies. Like there, I don't know of bail bondsmen. I'm sure there's so much corruption that I don't even know if they have it up there. I had never uh, I mean, seen so, it. So New York switched to a cash bond system. And that completely like fucked their prisons over. Cause I mean, they had one guy get arrested four times in a week for beating up his wife. Cause all it is the sign out, come in, get a court date, sign out, see you. That's what yeah, that's Illinois crazy. does a lot of that. Cook County, especially you get a lot of I bonds or like reconnaissance bonds, you know, like, Oh, you're yeah. coming back to court on this date and they don't show up. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Our jails are full anyway. Who cares? We'll catch him next time. Yeah. So, I mean, especially like I'm down here in new Orleans. I mean, if they did away with bounty hunting down here, the streets would run rampant. Oh, I'm they're sure. already oh, yeah. they're already understaffed. I mean, so you guys want to do extra shit? I'm letting you know. If there's no bounty hunters. I'm never going to court ever. Come get me. Catch me if you can. Gingerbread mode. Oh yeah, that's how it is. All right. So what I can do? I'm gonna I'm gonna get it entertaining a little bit. So um, I didn't even tell Jake these names because I always I always throw names at Jake and I say, tell me 
tell me a person thing you think, and I'm gonna do some. It's gonna be mainly UFC fighters. Could be other fighters. I'll throw I'll throw their name out there. It could be a boxer. What you what What's the first thing that comes to your head when you think that? It All could right, be I'm anything. Ready. It could be because I mean, like the I, they said today, John Jones. I was like, cocaine goat. You know, that's what I said. right, right. So, okay, y'all ready? Yep. Tyson, ear biting. Jay. Am I playing this game too? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I didn't tell you the names. I want to hear what you said. Oh, Mike you didn't. Tyson. That's right. You didn't. All right. Tigers. He said ear biting. Fucking when tigers. I, when I thought Goddamn Mike Tyson. Baskin. That's what. I thought. I thought. I thought hangover. I don't know why. It's weird. Knockout hangover. So weird. Okay. Uh, Connor McGregor. Highest selling fighter of all time, re-engineered the landscape of mixed martial arts. Groundbreaker. I mean, he he changed everything for UFC and for Dana, especially. Guys, guys get paid like they get paid now because of Conor McGregor. It still ain't enough, <laughs> but it's way more than so, it used to be. Yep. The one thing I like about Conor, and a lot of people, you know, I can't wait till the old Conor comes back. The I I, I it was like, hey, I'm gonna give you five hundred thousand dollars here. I'm, I'm going to train boxing, kick me in the leg. I love you, blah, blah, blah. But what, one thing about Connor I love, when he came, he came from nothing, and he came from nothing quick. I mean, look, go back and look at his his like social media in 2014. 2000, you'd be shocked. I mean, he was yeah. – and now look at it. He's – every time you go on YouTube, you see McGregor, proper 12 whiskey. <laughs> you know. Okay, I so a glass of proper 12 whiskey before I came out in this damn car. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm so telling you, man. It's it's crazy. I mean, the guys. Plumber, G- I mean, you, know? you you watch UFC and it's got proper twelve on the octagon in a McGregor fight. I mean, that's yeah. genius. Genius. He's gonna think about it. He's gonna fight Dustin again right now. Nobody yep. else will get that rematch, and he's gonna get it. And I and I and they're saying they're not gonna do the title, but they keep saying Dustin deserves it. So I, you know, and I want to say this before we go to the next person. Uh, Dana White said this: If Con- basically Khabib would have fought Connor, he would have. If Connor would have beat Dustin, he would have fought Connor. And he said this: It was like yesterday or whatever in his little press conference. He said, "If Connor wins, he knows he hates Connor so much that still could happen." I think it's just if it's all about Connor. Connor wins, Khabib's going. Yep. I don't it's know. It's about money, man. With his dad it's passing money. away, though, I don't know if he has the same motivation. That was. I mean. Uh, that- Wait, how many, how many I said, did you just make for him? Just how many? What? Yeah, you, you're busy making excuses for uh for, for Khabib. Death is a part of life, man. Oh, I I agree 100. Yeah. I I'm I'm uh, I'm 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 just saying that's his that's what he's using as a scapegoat. So look, look I, I'm gonna oh, tell yeah, you right I 100% now. 100 agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna tell. You, did you see what Dana said though? Dana White said before he, they they said, well, he's gonna retire, let it go. He just said. Dana said, "Why is he taking dinner with me tomorrow night? Or what? He's got dinner with me." He said, "If yeah. he was just going to go off into the sunset, why is he still sitting down with dinner with?" Mm-hmm. I mean, Maybe they're friends. It's all about Connor. It's all about Connor. It ain't nobody else but Connor. Yeah. Yep. But since we're going to do this, I, this is one of my favorite fighters. I'm going to Nate Diaz. Overrated. Yeah, I think he is to a point. Oh, what do you all, think? I feel like he's always been overrated. Yeah, I, I just like him because he fights a little bit when he fights, but he don't fight enough. He talks his way into the game, but you know what I'm saying? He don't. He's not. 
he he's lost a lot, but somehow he keeps getting money. I don't know how he does. What about That's why uh, I'm impressed about. What about great value, Nick Diaz? <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, I, he's the same thing. He's the I, same I think so. Nick, so I love so I love Nick Diaz, but I think because the UFC has so many problems with Nick, they just kept getting Nate, hoping he would be Nick, and he wasn't. That's what I think, yeah. honestly. I, I really do. And did you, you get this vibe when Jorge beat Nate, dominated Nate? Did you get the yeah. vibe that they were hoping Big Brother was going to step in there? Yes. Yeah, I got 100%. that vibe. Yeah. I got the vibe. And for some reason, because Nate wanted to – and look, Nate's a 155. That's the thing. He keeps saying 170. But if you look at him, he's not as big as the 170s. No. You know, but, but I wanted – I was hoping the – you know, Jorge said something to Nate, to Nick. And that, that's what I'm hoping. Nick says he's ready. Have you seen his – have you yeah, seen Nick? Yeah, I mean, he's posting all over social media that he's ready to go, that he's in fight negotiations. Hopefully the fight is with Jorge Masvidal because I really think Colby Covington is going to pass on the Masvidal fight. Diaz, that's what I really think is going to happen. That, I, I, that's what I hope. But when I was looking at social media, they were saying, you know, they're doing the ultimate fight at 170. But they're saying that Masvidal don't want to fight right now. I don't think they don't want him. I don't know. I would. I think it's a bad matchup for him. I don't think he should fight that because I think he should just fight strikers. And I think Kobe, a do it, you know, he'll he'll so, grapple. And, I think so. I personally, I'm a referee. I'm the, I'm on the boxing commission here in Louisiana as well. So I'm a ref for mixed martial arts here. Oh, cool! Uh, and, you're you're the cool, you're cooler and shit then. bounty hunter and a ref. So, <laughs> so my personal opinion on the Colby Covington uh, Kamara Usman first fight, I thought Colby was winning that fight hands down. And I think it was oh bad. I think it was. I think it was a bad stoppage. I think Colby Covington they, was robbed that night. I do too. They yeah. Too. He's cool too, Jay. He's cool. <laughs> yeah. No. No. But no. But see, okay. First, the Nate Diaz. You, you said this is what the one thing I like. The only thing I like about Nate, I think I like him because he's been doing it for so long, and he will step in the ring and fight just to fight. But the one thing I hate about him, is instead of like for instance, they. They basically said, Nate, you can come back right now and fight uh, 155. Anybody you want. You can fight. We'll yeah. give you dust. But he's like, fuck that shit. 165, 170. You know, that's the only thing I hate about him. I, you know, does he really want to fight or does he want to talk about fighting and, and make believe? You know what I'm saying? That's so the only thing I think he made off. his money off the, his the second Conor McGregor, off the two Conor McGregor fights. Mm -hmm. And I think he's just, I think he's done. I really don't think he wants to fight. I think it's like Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards was all, didn't want to fight anybody, refused to take a fight. And then they put, take him off the rankings and all of a sudden he's ready to fight. Well, I wanted that fight though. I wanted that fight. I, I wanted mean, Leon's fight the, so bad. The, the, that was the Nate's fight. Nate's going to run out of weed eventually. That. He's going to need another fight. He's yeah. going to need to re-up. <laughs> Bare knuckle, okay, here okay. he comes. Yeah. And, oh, man. They, they, they said one, he wants like, to fight two to four times this year. Who do you think he'll fight next if he really fights? Uh, maybe, Leon, maybe, maybe Leon Edwards. Because uh, if he's, if he's, if he's uh, mid-set fighting at uh, 170 or somebody outside of the – Wonder Boy. I don't think uh, – Wonder Boy is better than that. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm thinking. But I don't know if he would want to get some money because for some reason I don't – you know what I'm saying? It's kind of weird. One, like, so they uh, said that Leon Edwards and Wonder Boy couldn't happen because Wonder Boy is uh, taking another fight. I wonder. Yeah, but, they, but they didn't say I who the opponent was. I know. That's what I, I have to look at that. I, I, I'll tell you, I love when I watch Wonder Boy. When he's on, he, I mean, the only, 
Woodley, that was the most, that was some of the boringest stuff ever. But when you watch his angles and stuff, he, I mean, he's like when Machida yeah. was in his prime, Machida was go. I love Machida. Uh, so, you know, I was, he, uh, so I was in the building the very first night Machida fought in the UFC when he fought Tita. Oh, shit. That's cool as hell. Because uh, I was another with, boy, uh, another with boy. Long, I was with my longtime friend and head coach, Rich Clemente, when he was fighting Terry Adam that night. And Machida could not move, but he couldn't finish Tito. And in the third round, Tito threw up a triangle that was so tight, but Machida was just able to survive. You know, there was a moment. I don't know what happened. I guess they figured his angles out, whatever they did. But you remember when they were pushing him, they had him as, like, the next empire. You know, it was so cool. Yeah. And then it just – after after the show, I don't know what happened. I don't know. They figured it out. Okay. So I think okay. I think John I think John Jones was the first person to figure it out when he rushed him against the cage and snatched up that guillotine. Yeah, John. And was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna finish you right now. Yeah, John Jones figure anybody out. That's that's the thing. I can't wait. I cannot wait to find out who he's gonna fight. Which one of those two guys? Oh, we know he's gonna fight Stipe. The, the, that's this what I'm, fight, hope. I, I'm hoping. This fight the, what's is gonna his go name the same exact way the first one went. That's <laughs> what I'm hoping. I'm hoping he's not gonna catch it. All right, I got you right here, Amanda. <laughs> I got a quick while we're on John Jones though, I have a tiny question though. You you did the you did the top ten uh uh most exciting fighters in MMA history. He didn't even make the honorable mention, he didn't make the list at all. Well he's so you have any so part of that about, list? So my thing about stuff like that is that's just somebody's opinion. That's not the general opinion of the masses, that's just somebody who has a platform and says hey, this, this, and this. I mean, True. I look at things – I take things like that as the same way Stephen A. Smith says Cowboy wasn't mentally prepared to fight Conor. Did you see what he said about the women? I mean, Stephen A. is an idiot. I mean, I, I think he's just trying to get clicks now. I don't know. He's just stupid yeah. right now. I don't know what he's doing. Amanda Nunez said she boxed him for charity. Oh, hey, she, that's, that's her next one. Amanda Nunez, what do you think about her? <laughs> is that the next name on the list? What a that, nice is, that is. That is. That's when I think one. Amanda Nunez, what I think is she terrified the most imposing figure in female history. In she cyborg. bullied the bully. I mean, she, she was she a great, pound great pound fighter out of the UFC. When they fought, did you think? Did you think that was going to happen? Because I, I mean, I remember. No, I, no, I thought Cyborg was going to knock her out. Look, I, it was uh, probably 2009, 2010. She was fighting Strike Force or something like that. What was right before Strike Force? It was a. Uh, they had it for a second, and, and Kimbo saw whatever they Oh, were. that was uh, – oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Strike Force and she was, fought uh, a girl. She fought this blonde-headed girl that played uh, – uh, she was a pitcher at Texas or something, and she fought her. And I was sitting there watching it, and I thought she was going to kill her. She, her head was hitting the canvas. But, and I and and when Amanda fought her, I thought – I didn't – I just did not think she could beat her. And she dominated. Made her lead. Made her lead. There's, there's no competition. For her at all in UFC, yeah. there's no one left yeah. for her to fight. There's nothing. There's nothing that's even exciting as a, a fan of the sport that would get me excited yeah. to watch. I mean, her. the only thing they can really do is let her fight uh, Valentina again. Yeah, that's that's the only girl yeah. that's her level, but it's not her level. I mean, is she gonna yeah. uh, Durandamy? I mean, I don't. I mean, so I think it might be Megan Anderson next. The, I mean, hey, I, I mean, know. it's not. It's not a fight. I mean, she's gonna sleep her too. But I mean, it's running out that uh, it, it getting to the point now with Amanda Nunez at thirty five and at forty five. It's just just wheel out somebody she hasn't knocked out yet. Let her knock them out. I mean, is there literally anyone even in women's featherweight though? No, 
And I like, look at it like no, they got nobody. what's that girl? They got there's no what's that a judo girl they're bringing up the belt. About. That's it. So the only girl I think can beat a man. They got a couple is, girls. Uh, is Kayla Harrison, but she fights in the PFL. I think they're, but I think they're training partners too, though. So, I mean, I mean, New Year's the same way. I look at Christine Ferreira and Bare Knuckle. Uh, I mean, she's just the woman that's head and shoulders above everybody else. And there's lots of great fighters, but it's just nobody on her level. And I, that's one of the reasons it's just it's hard to get her fights because. Who wants to go fight that monster when you know you're not going to win? Yeah, you're just waiting to get lost, even unless you want to collect a paycheck, but you're not going to grow your career there. Even as a loss, it's yeah, it's a good loss, but it's still a loss. Still a loss. I, Jake, Everybody wants Jake, to play that's the dragon. The girl but... that was, that's the girl that was hitting uh, her hand with the hammer the other night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that's, that's what I'm girl, saying. Man. That, and <laughs> I tell Jay, the she scares me. <laughs> she, uh, we had her on our show last Wednesday, and dude, she's a fighter that she'll call out everybody by name. Who she like, like? Oh, now I interviewed her at the weigh-ins, and she was like, "That one don't have the balls to say my name. That one don't have the balls to say my name." Like, and she's literally five feet from them, and they can hear this interview. They'll look, make eye contact, and walk the other way. Yeah, well, they're probably. Well, I was good. watching some of her fights. I was watching some of her fights, and if you – I mean, she just sits there, and it's like she's toying with them. Like, she's trying to get some conditioning in a round. All she's doing is just – I mean, she is – that's what I was saying. I, I mean, she hits her hands with with hammers, man, and, and yeah. it looks like she's enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. she's one of those – she's one of those women that uh, she said – that was one of the things she addressed. She said she used to let fights last longer just because she wanted exposure. She wanted fans to be able to see her. She said she's done with that nonsense. No one's getting out of the first round. Jeez. I tell you, man. I, I so can see it. She actually beat, uh, training. She fought Rachel Oswich. And uh, I've kept, I can't say I fuck her last name all the time, but y'all are talking about the girl just cut from the USC. She fought her Invictus and knocked her out. I'm going to have to look that up. I did not know that. I'm going to have to look that up. There you go. All right. This is a she's good one out here. This, I'm not even going to say. This this guy right here, I'm about to bring up. He thinks he is the baddest son of a bitch on the planet. Jake Paul. Kale Sonnen? Jake Paul? <laughs> yeah. Jake genius. He's fucking genius. genius. Yeah. genius. Uh, he's a genius. He's a genius. I mean, if I just want one back. of the commas in his bank account. Just one of the commas. That's all I need. Look, yep. what he's figured out, what he's figured out is – this is just a hobby for them. And yeah, he's gonna get punched in the face and stuff, but he's 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 a I mean, he's look, he's he's got himself into a fight game with not being a fighter. That's really smart. So think. He made more money fighting Nate Robinson than the entire UFC roster made combined last year. Holy yep. shit. That's what I was saying. And, so, and like fighting and so Logan Paul's out with uh with Manny Pacquiao, but Jake Paul's in. Oh, they are still doing that. Floyd. Yeah. Are you talking about? Are you talking about with Floyd? Yeah. No. Who? Why don't the Paul brothers just fight each other? You You think that would draw just as much? Or oh, no? they said they are. Fight? That one brother said because he's. But Nate's nobody. I mean, Nate is a slam dunk champ. I'm a, I'm a Bulls fan. I love. But Nate. they fought on the Mike Tyson. Uh, yeah, a lot of people bought Jones that card because of that. 
I, I mean, yeah, I, I bought it too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just it. like I bought this this uh, Burns fight. Yeah. It's just like I'm gonna buy Money the Holyfield well Tyson. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That, that, that he's a genius. I'm gonna give him credit. But the thing about it is, the one I, he don't under. I know everybody's get, not giving Ben credit. He's an Olympian champion. He 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 he's might not be a good, I think Jake's gonna knock him out. I do. I think he yeah. might knock. I, but I don't think it's gonna I'm be as quick nervous. as you think. Ben's throwing his career away right now if he loses. It's over. No man. You know how much money he's. It's over. You know, you know how much money he's making? He's done. He's already done anyway. This is I guarantee he's making a meal with it. Jake Paul is a good boxer. He's not oh, yet. Yeah. He's good. He's he he's got even, a little bit I of, mean, even even the mighty Joe Rogan agrees that Jake Paul can fight, man. He's tough. Yeah. He's a gritty kid. And he, I think he's gonna jump on Ben so fast when Ben Ben's isn't known for his hands, he's known for wrestling. Oh, oh yeah, shit, that's what you I'm saying. can't wrestle in a boxing match. Yeah, unless he can somehow get inside, clinch a little bit, and get it to about the fourth, fifth, sixth round. But if he don't, Jay, I mean, he's gonna come out and swing fast on Jake. I mean, Jay's they coming better. out. And I to just kill hope him. they don't just tie up the whole time, though. Those that's the one reason why I can't really get too much into boxing anymore. I mean, yeah. they just tie up, and it's like, come okay, on. so see the this is the one I want to. Everybody, this guy's. I'm. A, I said him earlier, Brandon Lambert. <laughs> genius thank you he, he he tucked his way into he, I mean, he kind of, you you feel, so what about you i'll Jay? tell you this I've i mean you talk your way times. into a fight yeah i've talked to the kid several times on my show he's great i mean does he run his mouth a little bit like he's been chirping at jason knight online here recently yeah but that's not the, that's not what you want to do he talked yeah. his way into a fight he talked his way in a name. He was like the number three, number three trending topic on Twitter. I mean, even though like he lost to Jared Grant, but I think he put up a great fight against Jared Grant. The man cut forty five pounds in thirty days. Yeah, that's we we go into detail. And you know what's funny? Nobody's even talking about the guy that won the fight. Right. Nobody. Jared Grant. Jared Grant, who won the fight, is twenty two years old. He has three fights, three knockouts. He is definitely at the fast track to be a superstar. He's going to be one of the youngest BKFC champions ever. No one's saying a word about this kid. Let me let me let me ask you since we're we're talking about Brandon Lambert. I'm just so did he really not have any fights? That's what I'm wondering because he he said he's going to come on the show. We're going to talk to him down the road. So, but I, I, that's what I'm. So he said he had a bunch of fights in Thailand. I don't think that's true. Uh, I don't think he's ever fought before in his life. But I, he decided. But I will say this: I, I I have heard he's very independently wealthy, and so he's around the best fighters. He's in the best training camp, and you know as well as I do, if you go hit mitts every day with Brock Weaver, you're gonna fuck around and get good. Well, I, yeah, I saw on social media picture with Dustin Poirier, a new career. He was taking. So he he also he's picture a, with Dustin Poirier. He's a draw. He's he sells tickets. People want to see him fight because whether you love him or whether you hate him, you're gonna want to watch that motherfucking fight. Yep. That's and all that matters. Let me, let me ask you something. Since we're on this, game. this is me and Jake's talked about this all week. I've been going at, at this for a while. So in their organization, if they if you're tough and you can fight and they think you can sell tickets, they'll give you a chance. So I posted a video of Dave Feldman said in the pre-fight meeting before Knuckle Bane. He said, I don't care if you win, I don't care if you lose. If you go out through this curtain and you fight your ass off from me, win, lose, or yes. draw. 
when you come back here, you have a job with. And it's the truth. If you look at the guy, like the guy who started the card, on a, it was a dark match, so it wasn't on TV. Guy named Drew Lipton. Drew Lipton. Yeah. I love Drew. Sweet guy. Right now, he is now 0-5 in bare knuckles. He fought Chris Lights out Lytle. He cut Lytle up, but he got knocked out. But every time he goes out there, he fights. Now he's realized that 185 is just too big. He's going to drop 20 pounds and then come right back at it. Because he might lose, but he's going to fight every time. See, this is what this see my my daughters they take jujitsu and uh back see I'm 37 now so back in when I was like around 21 22 it was tough in competition so we did we did crazy stuff like got Nick broke nose did stupid shit you know but yeah. I had kids so I couldn't do it but like like for instance if somebody was like because I got young guys that are in a gym down here that amateur MMA fighters we're just guys and things like that if they if they can throw hands and they're not afraid and they'll put on a damn show. There's a chance for them in bare knuckles. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, what I'm what I tell every single guy, be uh follow Nate Shook. Uh, he's under Instagram at BKFC Matchmaker. There's tryouts, and whenever there's a tryout, get your ass to that tryout and show what you got. And they're not just looking for guys that are technically pretty. They're looking for guys that have heart and will and determination. They sit down, they talk to everyone, they see where your head. What do at. they do in the tryout? So, I mean, they do a lot of different shit. I haven't been to a tryout yet, but I know they did, like, light sparring with, with, with gloves. I know they hit mitts. I know they shadow box. I know they do footwork drills. Like and then they little, interview. Like a combine. Yeah, and then they interview everyone. They talk to everyone for, like, five five minutes or so. And it's over, like, a three days. It's over, like, three days. So, within the three days, you can pretty much uh, has what it takes to fight at least – given a shot in three days of monitoring you you know see because yeah. because i because I, this is why i wanted to talk to you because I, I i agree like the the labor the way he did stuff but the one thing i like about it is you know he's oh and one in bare knuckle but he's got uh this this big dickhead british cocksucker mark godbeer talking shit to him like on face this oh, is yeah. bullying him yeah and I, you know what i love it what he say he was like at the end of the thing he's like wait guys where'd he go it's like, wait, quick, somebody get him a drink. He's dying. Like, oh, and he gets right to the heart. Like, he's not afraid to talk, sh- like, mad shit, like, crazy shit. Like, I tell See, that, you guys. That's too, how I am. You win, See, a, fight. You you win a fight before you fight. Dude, yeah, I can reach See, out to the guy. A, I can get him for you. He can be on the show if you want. Like, he does, he loves interviews. Who? Brandon who? Lambert, if you want him on the show. Oh, I no, I've already him. messaged him. He's going to come out. We've already, I've already nice. sent him some messages. Yeah, right? No, because look. Look, I'm a I'm a competitive person, and me and Jake we spar. We we were sparring the other day, and we've been fighting. And I told Jake, I said, man, I guess I need to just find me somebody I don't like, and just pick a fight with him, and just sell the damn fight, and just you know, you know, and just train, and just yeah, you got a good. That's what I got to do. You can do anything. No, no. okay, I'm gonna ask you right now because we're we're trying. We're gonna do a little reality show for myself and Jake. We just started it right now. It's going to be right of training a fighter. If you were me it's right now, me. look, if I was fighting, I would get down. I'd fight at one set. Right now, about 210, but I would train. I'd be about 185. 40-pound weight cut? I'd cut to 170. Oh, Lord. No, I'd get down. If I was training, I'd be weighing about 185, 180, and I would be in shape. That's where if I was fighting, yeah. I'd fight at yeah. about 170. If you were me, and I, and I was like, if I wanted to get a beef, and I don't have a problem getting my face busted up, you know, I've. I've been in fights where I've had to pay medical bills. You know, I don't really, you know, I don't care. Who would you, you know, if I wanted to start a social media beef, who would you start a social media beef with? <laughs> Me personally? 
if right, right now in landscape, I was starting a social media beef, I'd start it with Brandon Lambert. You're going to get the most views. See, that's the point of a, a media beef. Yeah, but see, yeah. see, that's what I think. But that's see, what the thing about saying. it is, is he told me, see, see, Jake, I've already said it. I'm 37. He's 37. But the thing I asked him, I said, because I, I like, see, it's a showsmanship thing, you know, and, you know, if he wants to beat the best, you know, he's, he's out, he's out there fighting by, by we lost him right we when he was making the a best point. part. Right, you're round, you're bringing it home, and we lost the best him. part. You were you slipped on third round and third. You just fell, dude. Tagged out. <laughs> Change tree stands again. Go to another tree stand. Did I lose you? Yeah, yeah. Did I lose you? Fall? Back. Did you fall? Hey, can you hear me, Jay? Can you yeah, hear me? Yeah, like, yeah, like hear you my kids unplugged my internet, man. I'm here playing a <laughs> WWE promo, and my damn kid. Uh, no, I know. Seriously, I'm glad you said that because look, I'm not a bully, but see, I would see. Look, I would not have a problem training and fighting at 170, and you know, it take it take me like we would have to train it about four months of just training, like gra- getting beat up a little bit because I would grab, I would fight with some people that would whoop my ass. I would actually want to spar because. He said he didn't want he didn't spar before. It was just a weight cut, you know. So yeah. I would want to actually get my ass beat a bunch and prepare like a real, like, you know, train. So I would love to, but I don't know. See, I'm not going to turn my head and take a shot in the back of the head. I'm not. We don't know that. I'm. I, I'm. A, he might. He, oh no! I mean, I've been beat up too many times. I've been beat but, up too many. But times. what, I'm, what I'm saying is, me as a promoter, me as Dave Feldman, I don't know that. Right. No, I want to. No, I, no. See, we, no, we need to do a sparring match. He needs to. We need to do a sparring match behind. And you know, only me, you, and Jake's there. And then y'all tell him that after I whooped his ass in a sparring match, that <laughs> let's just forget him and we'll go to the next guy. You know what I'm saying? That's what yeah. I'm talking about. No, I don't. No, I would. I would. I would love. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how to. See, he's a genius, but I. I don't want to get personal because my problem is I get too personal and say stupid shit, and then. That, like, for instance, you're going to hear a hot take about Lamar Odom. If you, I'll share it probably tomorrow. We'll share it. And it's really fucking hilarious. But my dad, I said to my dad, and my dad's a preacher, and it came on at church, and all you could hear was, Lamar's dick's bigger than his body. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I swear to God. And my mom, listen, true story. My, my, I was, I, we were in uh, Publix getting groceries a little bit ago. A hot take from church, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. My mom, my mama calls me and my dad called me and they say, son, I know what you're about to do. I already see it. You're going to, you're going to do some funny, stupid shit. You're going to get a bunch of dumb following. You're probably going to fight somebody. You're going to do something crazy and you're going to embarrass the family because money is not everything. Your money. I said, mom and dad, of course it's not everything. Of course it's not everything. Of course it's not. But you got to buy everything. You got to have fucking money. And I would totally get my face busted. So 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 look guys, what I'm gonna do this week is me and Jake. We're we're no we're no, do, no don't include me. No, Jake's right. Jake's my manager. Jake's my manager. Y'all, oh. Jake. Uh, we're, and we're gonna keep you up to date just for this. We're gonna we're gonna okay. go to our local uh, boxing gym with the rings and stuff, and I'm gonna tell them I'm gonna start training. And we're not gonna say that we're gonna train for about a month. And if I and if and in a month, if I can get down to 180, about 185, 190. And I'm taking some things and something. We'll have you back on, and I will cut the best promo you've ever seen, and then you can share it, and and we'll see what we can do. Because I I Cody, promise you, Cody, 
Cody, you ate a bowl of poutine for lunch yesterday. You're not cutting 40 pounds in a month. You're no, not- <laughs> no, 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 no. I just say, no, I'm not training to fight 40 pounds. No, I'm going to run and start training. But I'm saying, I'm going to go through a training camp. I'm going to put myself through a month train, a hard training camp. Jake's going to be my witness. Jake, how about this? What's today, guys? What's today? Where are we at right uh, now? It's almost Valentine's Day. We'll let you start tomorrow. It's Valentine's okay, Day. Okay, okay. If I'm down to 190, we'll say 195. We'll say we'll say 195, and I've had, and and I've done sparred a couple of rounds. I'm serious about it. How about that? And then right. we'll do it all over again. And then if I'm serious about it, I'm I'm gonna cut a pro. And because I, I would love to, man, I would love to sit there and fight a guy that can only throw a right-handed jab that backs up when he's punched. I would love to fight that guy. I would totally love. So you get nice. So now you're so now you're banking on that you're gonna fight that guy. Like you might get a fight. Well, you told me I'm cutting that guy. I thought we was kind of promo. You oh might get God. the only guy that doesn't throw a right jab because he knows you watch film and he hits you with the uppercut and you're fucking. So wait a second. Boy. I thought we were. I thought we were talking Adam Lambert. So who we t- y'all go? What y'all gonna try to set the cripple up and Brandon? kill me or something? <laughs> well, the thing about it is, I'm not the matchmaker. And the thing about it is, you're not gonna be the only guy who's trying to fight Brandon. Oh, Lambert. everybody wants. No, him I know that. I know that. Everybody oh, I know that. I think that. Now. I think if he deletes all the fight requests for Brandon Lambert out of his phone, his phone would be physically lighter. See, that's what I'm saying. See, I don't want to call. Yeah. That's why. That's why I'm not going to call him out right now because you can't really call him out because he's got he's too much going. But you got to call out everybody. He's, he's going to have a choice. Of how about fight. this? How about this? Yeah, he'll get the. Okay, pick how it. about this? Who would be if uh, this would be the last question? Because I'm taking up all your time now about this. This is our last one because this is if if, if I could because he's kind of active. Besides him, if I wanted to put on my list, who would you who would who would you put? Because you know the more about the roster and me around 170 that, you know, uh, somebody that's not got too many fights is in there. 175 is who would you pick? killers, man. I mean, uh, Tiago Alves fights. For the oh, fight I know, man. There. That's a hard. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a big boy. Oh, uh, shit. Y'all trying to. Yeah, I mean, there's not a. I, I mean, what? another big fight, another huge name in the store is uh, Joe Elmore. Joe Elmore is uh, looking at gold pretty soon. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of big names. I mean, BKFC, the guys that hang around, they can scrap, man. I mean, oh, yeah. not, no, no, no. there's I a lot it. of guys, there's a lot of guys that don't have the best skill, but they're, they're tough and they're, they're determined hey, and they're ready to go, man. I, my buddy, I went, I went to high school with Tom show. So we've, oh. we've been friends for, for a while. You know, I mean, he's, he's, he fought Bellator. He's got, he's coming off two losses with that Julian Lane and then Joe Elmore, but he's got 19 pro fights and 14 performance bonuses. Nice. I mean, that, he sells a fight. He win or lose, and he's going multiple rounds every time. So, bear, yeah. bear not, especially now with how how much they're growing, they need show. They need showmen. They need people that yep. are going to put on a show. So, so guys, so basically, we're looking at March thirteenth. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait, and if I weigh one ninety five, that means I'm serious, and that means I would be hey, seriously. Hey, if you weigh 195 and you're trying to get a shot, I can definitely get you a spot in the trial. Let's find one. Let's. I'm gonna in March, March 13th. I'm 195. That means I can get to 170 because I've already. I when I did the thing, we did the 170 years ago. So I and we wrestled and stuff. So I know I could get to that because I used to get under that. But we'll yep. do that, Jake. This will be our. This will be our thing because this. I mean, you're, sure, you're sure. a bounty hunter. He's a referee, bounty hunter. He's inside. He, he can get you tryouts to bare knuckle. This is like the 
he, he he's got the fast track to you getting your ass whooped. Oh no! What's his? This is, yeah, I, 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 I know a guy. I, I definitely know a guy. This is the Adam Schefter. This is the Adam Schefter of bare knuckle fighting. He's giving breaking all the news like he does at the NFL. He's he's like, I can get you a tryout. I, I look as long as long as I, long as I get a chance to spar. That's what I'm saying. I I would let somebody hit come. I'll go spar with him just to see it. You know, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't Me have too. to. I'd love to see it. Can I? Can we set up a sparring? I mean, can we just set up a sparring match? Me and him. I mean, I mean, I mean, we could push, you know, just spar. Ask message. him. We'll ask him ourselves. We'll do gloves. We'll do gloves. We'll put. We'll wear boxing gloves. Hey Nick, though, I do have a question. You, I, you've interviewed a bunch of people. Yeah. Talk to a bunch of people. Who, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite one that you've interviewed? Just like, not, not your favorite, you know, fighter or whatever. Just favorite, like, act, like as an actual person, you know. To interview. Oh, I mean that that's that that's definitely uh a tough a tough an- question to answer. Uh dude, uh so I would have to say, I mean, Chris Lieben. I got to talk to Chris Cripple Lieben and oh Chris Lieben was one of the is one of my heroes. He's MMA Royal. Oh, he's my favorite. One of my favorites. He was the reason that I got into fighting. He was, I mean, watching him, I mean, dude, you're, I don't know if you remember, he was the welcome wagon for Anderson Silva. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was my favorite. That was the that was, I was watching that fight, and I, I was like, "Holy shit!" I remember Chris Lieben saying in the post fight interview, he's like, "Man, he goes, I was kind of wobbly after the first one. I could, I, I mean, he could have took me. He was like, but you know, uh, I wanted to give it to him clean, so I got up and uh, and I was and, and let him finish me. Got up and took like a 19 hit combo to the face. Yeah, like, oh my god, that's what people were like. Holy shit, Anderson Silva's for real. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know who Anderson Silva was." Not a clue. That was his. Well, that was it. That was when he came out and said, "Here I am, guys. Come yep. get me." <laughs> I remember when he fought Sexyama and then some other guy within like twenty-seven days apart. Yes, like I mean, dude was an absolute animal. He went through his trials and tribulations, then came back. And I was pulling for Quentin Henry in that in his last fight because he's a hometown Louisiana guy. I wanted Quentin to take it from him, and dude, just a beautiful performance. I posted a picture. I was standing maybe two feet behind Chris Lieben. I was the closest person to him before he walked through that curtain. And I posted a picture saying Chris Lieben's about to make his final walk. I'm legitimately tearing up because I was. I, I like, saw I was, your picture on I social was, media. I was getting misty eyed just thinking about it. Like, man, like we're never going to see this man fight again. Like these are our legends. These are our, our, our heroes. And, you know, do you think Quinn should have boxed him a little more? So I do think, I think Quentin should have boxed him, uh, but Quentin kind of said it himself. He goes, Chris wanted a war and I respected him enough. I wanted to give him a war. Yeah. That's, he got I, and I think, I think so. And it was weird. So from what Quentin said that he told the ref said break. And so Quentin stopped punching and Chris Lant threw him a few more shots. And one of the knuckles hit him in the eye after Is that what, the ref had said break. What happened? Uh, so, Is that what busted his eye? Yeah, that's when he flew to the ground. The ref gave him some time to because the the fight was. I mean, the punch was thrown clearly after they were said break. And then when Quentin stood up, you oh, could yeah, tell that, he that really was... couldn't see because he he rushed for he rushed forward and like with his hands like feeling. And as soon as he felt Chris, he just went to throwing because the punch that ultimately ended Quentin, uh, he didn't see coming. I felt like it was a blood sport moment. You know, when he lost his vision, like yeah. when he got up, he was like, yeah. looked like he was, he was just ready to just, on the ground. He like had that. his moment. It was crazy, I, I, wasn't it? That's I, what I thought. I, I pictured Van Damme. We definitely will see Quentin Henry in, in the bare knuckle ring again. 
100%. Oh, he's one of my favorites. He's one of my favorites. I love how he fights. He's a terrifying fighter. He's, a, he's, he's a one beast. of those guys that has the ability to end your night with one shot at any moment. It's unreal. It's unreal. I, he's one of my favorites. But, hey, man, I was going to tell you because uh, I know we're taking too much time. But, man, thank you for coming out here. And, oh, absolutely, man. I am uh, appreciate you guys reaching out. We'll talk. We're going to share uh, on your podcast. Cause yeah. I, I listen to your stuff. I listen to your stuff. And, you know, if you do some crazy bounty shit and you got some even crazier stories, you can let us know because we like crazy stories. Because if you ever heard some of our stories, you probably like I have so many, so many fucking stories. I told a story on our podcast where I think we legitimately arrested a witch. Uh, Like, (laughs) we knocked on the door. Like, like the girl was like, come around to the back door, please. And I was like, when she opened the door, she was like, I've been waiting for y'all. Why'd y'all take so long? Why'd y'all stop? Like, it was it like like a children of the corn. Then we went in the house. Uh, one of my guys is Hispanic, so he's real like weird about that shit. And he was like, "We gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go." So as I'm walking, there's no electricity in the house, just a TV, like with that like a snow shit. Oh, like from the rain. So, yeah, and my brother oh, like helps. Me. <laughs> look, look, look. My little brother works for me, so I take my flashlight, run it across the walls, in pencil, in perfect cursive on like a. Uh, made like a 30 degree angle is written in cursive all over the wall all over the ceiling all over the cabinets all over the refrigerator and i asked her in the car i said uh well the first question she asked me when we got in the car was so which gods do y'all pray to <laughs> so i was like i said are you gonna tell me a bunch of weird shit because if you if you do i'm down you just gotta tell you gotta warn me first she goes no and then she got quiet so when we got there i asked her so what was all that writing she goes oh Sometimes I'm there, but I'm not there. Then he writes things on the wall. Oh, Lord. My partner snatches her arm up and goes, got to go, got to go, Put her, puts her in. I walked in one jail in uh, Georgia uh, probably about four or five years ago. It was like. Oh, you, you, go, you go outside of state lines? I go anywhere I need to go. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've, been Ala- I've been to Alaska before I wanted to. So every state has different rules, but yes, we do transfer states. I walked in this county in Georgia, and it was probably like mm, 5.45 in the morning. So as I'm in there, like, it's now, it's about 6.15. They come in and said, hey, they're going to give everybody chow. And then that deputy come and take your new prisoner and put him in the cell, and you guys can go. Perfect. So he's probably about 20 minutes. I said, all right, cool. But I've been in jails up to six hours trying to put somebody, somebody in. So 45 minutes, no big deal. All of a sudden, you hear, whoa, whoa, whoa. You look over, and everybody's spread out. In the uh, in a in one of the holding tanks, and his dude's in the middle, stark naked, jacking his dick. Oh. And they were like, "Stop, stop!" He goes, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I always beat my meat before I eat my breakfast. This is happening. Just accept it." Like that's life. what I'm talking I, about. Hey, I've been on the other side. I've seen I've seen some crazy shit. I I remember I was locked up with this dude. His name was Shit Eating Benny, and Benny wow. used to go around and collect all the shit from everyone and eat the shit eat the shit shit eating benny nope that's that's it. it that's it yep all right there's some crazy people baby. in there oh yeah he didn't like he didn't want that he didn't want some that creatures. Cage, he didn't want that there's some creatures in there
as of tomorrow, I'm going to call Jake, and Jake, Jake's going to hold me accountable, and we're going to get to I mean, 195. Just for, every day. Well, just for serious, entertainment I'll, purposes. I'll hold you to it. I ain't got shit else to do, you know. You better hold me accountable because I'm going <laughs> to – I'm not busy enough if I don't get to, If I'm not at 195 by March 13th, that you're – Freak the fuck out of me every day. But thanks a lot <laughs> for coming on tonight, man. Thanks. Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Just uh, the Fight Sport Focus podcast. Uh, you can reach us at fightsportfocus.com, and you can follow me on Instagram for my bounty hunting adventures at I am Nicholas Sherlock. Yeah, that, that's, that's the coolest that's one. Nikki the G <laughs> from Fight Sport Focus podcast. Thank that's you me. for joining us. All you right, brother. Good evening, sir. All right, thank you, guys. Have a good night. Yes, sir. You too. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of Inside the Minds of Fighting. Make sure to follow on socials for exclusive posts and upcoming guests.